Hey, I'm Amanda from Trifecta Fitness. We're proud to be Clarksville's new Get Fit headquarters. Trifecta Fitness is a state-of-the-art spin and strength training studio. Our spin studio is truly one of a kind in this area, complete with 20 state-of-the-art live fitness bikes and an incredible sound system. Our strength training is done in small groups of six or fewer, and all of our strength and spin classes are scalable for every level of experience. Come see us in the heart of Clarksville, just behind MAPCO at the corner of Old Trenton Road and Wilma Rudolph Boulevard. Call us for more info at 931-542-6265 or download our Trifecta Fitness app for a full list of upcoming classes. In October 2019, Arlington, Texas was chosen to be the home of a new national museum, unlike any other. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a unique home of military history. The 100,000 square foot museums will house exhibits, archives, and artifacts relating to the 3,500 U.S. troops who have been awarded the medal, the nation's highest honor for valor in combat. The museum will have 31,000 square feet of galleries dedicated to U.S. troops who have received the award. The museum CEO, former Navy SEAL and NASA astronaut Chris Cassidy said the museum will focus on education as much as preservation. The building will have five areas dedicated to Medal of Honor winners from the Army, Marine Corps, Navy, Air Force, and Coast Guard. The main gallery will be located in a central plaza under a 25,000 square foot slab of steel, which will appear to be suspended in midair. It will be supported by five pillars. Black Rifle Coffee is a corporate sponsor of the museum, as are the Dallas Cowboys. The museum's board also includes over a dozen major corporations and six Medal of Honor recipients, including David Bellavia, Patrick Brady, and Britt Slabinski. Army Staff Sergeant Bellavia was awarded the medal for clearing an entire house by himself on November 10, 2004, as a squad leader in support of Operation Phantom Fury in Fallujah, Iraq. He killed four enemy fighters and wounded a fifth in close quarters battle. Army Major General Brady flew and coordinated the evacuation of 51 seriously wounded men during a firefight in Vietnam in January 1968. Slabinski, a Navy SEAL chief and team leader, led a rescue team of SEALs during Operation Anaconda in Afghanistan in March 2002. Slabinski and his team flew to a mountaintop ambush site to rescue Petty Officer First Class Neil Roberts, who had fallen from the back of a helicopter. Slabinski led the team through almost constant combat against an entrenched Taliban force. Along with the board members, former presidents Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Barack Obama serve as honorary directors. The museum is expected to open to the public in late 2024. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Fit Nation. We are a show founded by a veteran and hosted by two veterans and a military spouse. Our mission is to get people to tell their story to the world. If you're an author, share your tips with Ms. Fitnation. If you're a musician or actor, our audience needs to know how they too can get into the business. Coaches, we love our coaches. Come on and share some of your tips with the Ms. Nation to help them become better versions of themselves. If you're a corporate leader or an entrepreneur, come on and share how you did it and how hard you have fought for success. If you are a veteran, first responder, or Gold Star family, we would love to have you come on and just share your story with the Misfit Nation. We always have time for you. If you're feeling down, alone, or starting to see the darkness, stop. 
Think about those who are around you. You are not alone. You will be missed. If you feel like your problems will be a burden to those in your inner circle or are embarrassed, dial 988. If you are a veteran, take option one. We need you to keep pushing forward. Don't make a permanent solution to a temporary problem. If you're a new listener, welcome to the Misfit Nation. Be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps and also on our YouTube channel at the underscore Misfit Nation. Subscribe and click the bell to keep you up to date with our latest episodes and all of our news. You can also find us on Heroes Media Group and About Face Radio. Now, let's get to the show. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. We have a good one tonight, y'all. We have two guests, a power couple like Calm, since they, they've been together so long. Both of them got basically the same kind of upbringing on dairy farms. But they, they leveraged their, they met each other early in life before Ron be, went in the Air Force for 22 years as Air Force F-4 pilot. And his leadership and command experience, has, he's leveraged that to build strong teams. His wife, Marty, leverages her 35 years of federal government experience to build strong workplace cultures. Together, they are certified life performance coaches and leadership trainers and keynote speakers through John C. Maxwell Leadership Certified Team. They are inspiring and helping other couples experience the wholesome satisfaction of overcoming various challenges. Everyone has either experienced challenges or will soon, and how we overcome those challenges. As God strengthens us through adversities, opportunities for us to pass our experience forward. So without further ado, let's welcome Ron and Marty Cooper to the Misfit Nation. Welcome, Ron and Marty. Rich, thank you. It's great to be with you and your audience. It's awesome to have the both of you on here. Uh, I, I was reading about both of you uh, growing up on the farm and in uh, different states, of course, <laughs> and, and that, that's, a, that's not an upbringing that a lot of people link into each other right away with. My wife grew up on a farm in West Virginia. I grew up in the inner city in New Jersey. So it's two total polar opposites. And when we met, it was uh, Yankee versus uh, Southern, basically. And uh, that's how I was introduced to everyone. He's the Yankee. And I know you two have a way better experience and a way better story. And I'd love for you to share that with the Misfit Nation now. No, thank you, Rich. And uh, I'll just tell your listening audience, there's a possibility I'll talk a little bit more than Marty, but uh, (laughs) that is not I can promise you a matter of uh, having a male dominated marriage, but um, Marty is my consummate partner. Uh, uh, September 7th of uh, this year, 2023 will be 55 years of marriage and we have gone through stuff, but early in life, Rich, um, we, um, uh, I I was uh, one of those people that believed and I, as I think back, it's uh, in the context of words matter, but I believed I was dumb, stupid, undateable, and just different things like that. And um, But I saw an air show at Andrews Air Force Base. It was the Thunderbirds and the uh, driving or flying the F-100. And I just, I was fascinated by that. I just thought, whatever it takes, I want to do just that. And uh, several years later, and I was uh, just did not want to tell a lot of people about it because they didn't want anyone to tell me I can't do it. Uh, I was very fortunate to be able to get an aerospace engineering degree, after which I entered the Air Force. And 
I graduated the uh, the top pilot in my pilot training class, and I got the F-4, and Marty uh, supported me all throughout then, as she still does. I'll just say very briefly, Marty and I chair flew, we call it, as I studied emergency procedures and the like. But Marty and I were each raised on dairy farms, and I suppose in some ways that was what uh, maybe attracted each other to us to some degree, but Marty was then, as she still is, a really nice looking gal. And it took me 18 months to gather the courage to ask her for a date because I didn't want to be rejected one more time. But Rich, that's a, a very quick summation. That's outstanding. And uh, it shows a little bit of your resilience to, to save up that time to ask her to, to go out with you on a date. And now all these years later, you're still together. So I congratulate you on the longevity of the marriage. It's not something we see often. And uh, I think that's amazing. No, thank you. And I, uh, I just appreciate Marty. And uh, as I say, we've been through stuff and uh, we've been separated uh, by military assignment, remote assignments, and she kept the, the home going. And, um, and I know Rich, you know exactly what that's about. And, uh, but I, I really applaud Marty and all uh, spouses, male or female, by keeping the home family together while the military uh, personnel is deployed. Oh, definitely. And I, I thank my wife all the time. We're, we'll hit 30 years next year, uh, 29 years, just a few weeks ago. So, and most of that time I was gone because of global war on terrorism. Basically I, I was gone almost all the time and she kept the house up and still does now. I'm, I'm just, a, I just come home and say hello and, and do what she says. <laughs> you're, you're very wise. You do what you <laughs> <laughs> I try to do the right things, and sometimes I say the wrong stuff. But we all understand what happens when that when that goes on. <laughs> well, if your wife is like Marty, it's just a matter of you say the wrong stuff, do the wrong thing. I'll just kick your butt, and, um, and we'll move on. <laughs> That's exactly right, and uh, I've learned that lesson over the last twenty nine years the hard way, I guess. <laughs> yes. So, what was your motivation in uh, in starting the Cooper Culture? Our motivation, uh, Rich, was um, largely because Marty and I have worked with uh, or we've been in various organizations where the culture is good and uh, you really like going to work. And then there's some other times the culture is not good. People are not loyal to each other and um, your supervisor uh, may not uh, fully trust you, know you and so forth. We thought, you know, uh, Marty and I are the type of people that when there's harmony at home and harmony in the workplace and harmony at church, if you're a go to church, there's virtually nothing that we can't together overcome. And in the context of the military life, there's an alarming rate of veteran suicides. And it's a matter of us, I'm, I'm gonna use the, the term, it's an oversimplification, but it's stinking thinking, but yet, there are some people who just can't get beyond whatever it is, uh, whatever life encounter they're encountering. But Rich, that's somewhat of a long answer to culture. That's when the culture at home, work, and church is in harmony. There's virtually nothing we together can't work through. And apart, we have a podcast we call Overcomers Overcoming. And that podcast features those who have overcome anything in life, any life encounter. And we like to feature those who have overcome so that we can help others 
know that there's a solution to anything that you're encountering. That's outstanding. And I like that you said harmony at home, harmony in the workplace and harmony in church as well. The three pillars of life, uh, faith, uh, uh, God, family, country, depending on which order you put them in. And everyone likes to say those things, but do they really mean them? And I can feel you really mean them. And to have all those in sync and in, in harmony, that really helps you to just guide through life and stay forward and not look back and say, oh, we should have done this differently. You can learn from those mistakes and keep pushing that, that culture forward. Yes, and I'll, I'll just say very briefly, Rich, that uh, when I say in harmony, it's not to say that everything, each in those three environments is going to be right. And there are times in our marriage that, uh, yes, Marty and I may throw a shoe each, at each other. Um, and uh, at the workplace, you know, we encounter stuff, a tough decision, whatever it may be. And who knows, there may be something in church, but it's not long term. And it's uh, we work together and uh, some of what we do involves critical thinking, and we just know that together, that's a very operative word for us, Rich, together, we'll be able to work through virtually anything. There are multiple solutions to any and all life encounters. Just a matter of thinking into it, think through it, and together, once we know that uh, we are in this together, we'll work through it, no matter what the life encounter is. Exactly. And you said uh, encounters. What a kind of roller coaster love life encounters have you guys overcome together? I mean, you've had a long time together. I'm sure you've had a lot of them. If you can just throw a few out here. I'm going to, uh, Marty, you want to start out by uh, just describing some of our life encounters? I think um, being separated. We were married when we were uh, 21 and, and 23, and I was not raised. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. Um, my brother and uh, nephews were in the service, but I don't think I understood the service like what Ron was going into. Um, so that was a learning experience, a growing up experience. I can tell him, I can tell the story, sorry, that um, he kept saying to me when we were stationed at Homestead, you're really depending on me too much. And I said, because I like to be independent, man, I've got my, I've got the go ahead to be independent and do what I want to <laughs> do. So, but I've enjoyed the, the Air Force. And when he talked about retiring and, and uh, doing the Cooper culture, I thought, how do we, what do we do? How do we do this? And we took the personality, the DISC, if you're familiar with DISC, the D-I-S and C, the personalities, um, the, the D being dominant, S, not uh, I being um, inspirational, and S supportive, and C cautious. I felt like we could put that into the Cooper culture and show companies how they could do an assessment and work with their people to help their people get along. So, and we've have some funny stories. This is, it's not been all gloom and doom. We have some very funny stories and humor, I think is a big part of our marriage. And humor, I think uh, helps a lot of uh, relationships grow. If you can smile at the end of the day, you might, you're going to have disagreements every day. You know, no two people get a lot, have the same mindset all the time mm -hmm. or the same, idea so you're gonna have disagreements but if you can laugh at the end of the day say i love you and go to bed and wake up and say i love you before you go to work 
I think everything works out fine that way. You get, you're always going to have those arguments or, I guess, misunderstandings amongst each other is a better way to put it. But it's better to uh, deal with it instead of let it fester and let it grow into something a lot worse. And Rich, uh, you just hit on one factor that uh, has kept Marty and me together. Actually, is what brought us together and has helped us stay together. Communication. Um, there's uh, Marty and I have been through just various stuff in our marriage, but we've always been able to work through the tough times. And I honestly look forward anytime we're separated, even for a few hours, just to get back with Marty, compare notes. And Marty and I are always looking into the future. What are the next things? What trying to think out five, eight years? What are some tr strategic objectives that we are working toward? So we're always working towards something. And that uh, communication, uh, Rich, is one of the things that uh, has has really kept us going. Definitely. And uh, when I first, uh, me and my wife eloped first, and then we had our Hollywood wedding later on, but. Uh, my uncle, Uncle John, he was probably my youngest uncle. The one thing he told me was just listen to each other. It's the only thing he told me, just listen to each other and communicate. That'll keep your marriage going. And that's and we both listened to him and we heard what he said and we kept that in our minds and our hearts through just the last 29 years. And uh, we're, we're doing pretty well. So I think his advice really helped us out a lot. No, I think you're right on target, Rich. And uh, when you mentioned uncle, there were four men who were very instrumental in my early life. Uh, my uncle is one of those four, and um, he was very accepting of me, albeit uh, I was probably very awkward. In fact, um, some people referred to me as his shadow. I was always with him, and uh, but he accepted me, however awkward I was. And uh, but he was one of the one of the four men who, not formally a mentor, but uh, he reached out to me and he helped me through some, uh, let's just say some difficult times accepting myself in an early age. It's always good to have that at least one rock that you can lean on and you wound up with not just your uncle, but you also have Marty too. And Marty has you as well for the last five decades. So I think you were blessed with that. No, I definitely am rich. And, um, uh, one of the things that we try to create with companies, help them to develop and sustain that, uh, good culture, to where uh, you know you can be loyal to each other. Uh, we just have the bond that I'll never talk negative uh, about you before first talking with you. Social media, sometimes I refer to that as a faceless, uh, voiceless organization where if I don't like you, I may just make a snide comment in, on the social media. And those are the kind of things that can just culturally tear a company apart. It can um, just ruin the lives of people. And those are the kind of things we want to create a culture to where we will be loyal to each other. Uh, integrity, those are the kind of things that uh, we want to make sure we can do the very best we can to make sure that we are uh, in this together, supporting each other. Oh, definitely. And as long as you're supporting each other and creating that culture, and like you said, social media, I like to call those people keyboard commandos that are on uh, social media because a lot of them will just sprout out something on their keyboard because they feel tough because they're protected by the screen, I guess. But they won't say anything to someone in person. They, they, most of them don't even like to talk to people in person. That's a, a thing that we're losing uh, through social media is uh, interpersonal uh, relationships and being able to look at someone in the eye and say, hey, I don't think you're doing that right. You should do it this way, or maybe you should try a different way to maybe approach things. 
and we've really lost that with so with the advent of this, uh, social media and then of course covid really destroyed a lot of uh, interpersonal relationships as well no and you're right on target rich um, and one of the things we uh, help companies do is that um, in, in spite of the fact we may necessarily be geographically separated we can still be together and how do you bring that closeness together i will say and i i suspect you can say the same thing rich the, um, those of us who uh, have served in the military, um, there are very few organizations as good and close as the military in some places. In many cases, it's, uh, it is our loyalty, our closeness with each other that literally can, can save a life or not. And uh, so I admire the military and the camaraderie we had in our uh, fighting units. And um, there are very, very few, in my experience, very few civilian organizations that have that close camaraderie, but uh, you can have it if that's what you want. And uh, Marty and I, through uh, uh, personality assessments, leadership training, we can help bring that about. And that's what the Cooper culture is about. That's awesome. And what are some of the strengths of the Cooper culture? Well, the strength, I think, Rich, is um, we can help organizations through a proprietary method determine any uh, leadership failings you may have. That is a person, uh, let's just say it's a COO, CEO might just say, you know, my company is just not functioning at the, at its peak and I'm not really sure what it is. We, through a, a leadership assessment, can help determine what are some of the, what we believe to be leading causes that are not, um, or that are maybe factors in uh, the organization not functioning as well as you want it to. There's sometimes that uh, I just don't feel like we're there, but I'm not sure exactly what the cause is. We can help determine uh, the cause and what we do is uh, work a solution. And uh, through our work, we like to partner with organizations and uh, we don't want to come in if, if, um, if we can avoid it with just a, a, a one hit, one observation, leave a report and leave. Rather, we hope we can earn the right to partner with you. And we know growth is a continuous uh, venture and uh, you set your mind to growth. It is continuous. It's not uh, the, uh, one or a couple of weeks, couple of months, but it's it's continuous throughout life. So that's one of the strengths I think we have, Rich, is to help organizations to learn each other. And uh, if you're a for-profit organization, uh, I know that it could take 65,000, give or take a little bit to replace an employee. So you want to try to keep employees and employees will leave a company more so because of people than money. If the organization is just toxic, um, people leave organizations like that. And we help organizations to avoid the toxicity or to say it in a more positive way, develop the culture where people just truly want to be there. They enjoy working and we're all working together. The strategic objectives are set and we know each other through our strengths. We know our weaknesses and we hire people based on those strengths and weaknesses to where we complement each other as a team. I'll just say very briefly, um, it's a, a truism in our marriage. Marty and I are very different, but in complementary ways, uh, Marty compliments my weaknesses. That's awesome to have that complementary uh, relationship. 
you said something good there about the camaraderie and that. My first job when I came out of the military, it took me a year to find a job. Uh, someone would hire me, not asking, thinking that I wanted more money than I wanted. I just wanted to get out of the house and uh, work. I took the job and I thought I liked it because it was a job. And I knew in my back of my mind that there's a majority of veterans that when they get out of the military, they quit their first job within the first year because there's no camaraderie. The culture is not what they're used to and it just doesn't feel right. You don't want to wake up in the morning and go to that job. And I didn't want to become a statistic, so I stayed there two years so I can be a beyond that statistic. And then I, I found the job. I mean, now my old first arm called me, asked me if I wanted to work with him. I said, yes, please. I went over to him, and, and now our office is all retirees, retired military, and we all train soldiers. And it's still that camaraderie. We still talk a lot of trash in the office because that's what veterans do and in the military. But it's still I wake up every day, and I want to run to work because – there's a culture there that I want to be a part of. And that's exactly what you were just saying. I think that's what a lot of people need to strive to get to. And you're right, Rich, that uh, we all want a very positive culture to where we feel we belong. We know exactly where we fit. We know where we're going. And uh, a lot of people do not know how to interview correctly. And we helped uh, companies to interview, to know the person they're looking for. And the um, and conversationally, you can learn if that person has the right values. The values is one of the principal things we encourage with people to make certain they're, uh, they bring the right values. Even if they don't have the work experience you would like to have, if they have the right values and they have uh, almost an insatiable desire to learn, I'll hire a person like that, no problem, because uh, they're going to be a fast learner and we'll bring them on board. And I want you to be very specifically, uh, this is where I see you fit best, but um, I don't like to be pigeonholed and, none, and no one else does either. Uh, I believe you probably have a lot of talents. I want to know what they are so we can integrate you into the fully the company and i know rich uh, when i can when i know you well enough i know i can come to you and say well rich i didn't necessarily hire you to do this but i know you have the strength you can help me resolve whatever problem i have and when when we do that with each other we feel like we really belong we're contributing and uh it's an organization where we we want to come back you want to like i said you want to wake up in the morning and you feel it energized to go to work and you feel energized to uh, contribute to the team. And that, that's something I think that you're trying to build when you go to coach these uh, corporations or nonprofit organizations into building that culture within their own organization as well. No, that's exactly what it is. And again, we know that um, to replace a person could cost uh, 65,000 or so. And uh, so it's costly for one. And, um, you may not know how long they're going to stay and, and the like, but that's all a matter of values. And um, one, once we uh, help a, an organization put all that together, um, they are a very well-functioning organization. And just like you say, you actually enjoy going into work and you, you know you're not going to be reprimanded if you're a few minutes late, but rather, hey, we just look out for each other. And, um, and so uh, in the, uh, the Air Force, we call it mutual support. We are here to support each other. Definitely. Yeah, you got to support each other in the, in both, not just in the corporate world, but like you said earlier, family and then in, within your faith as well. When you go to your church, you don't want to be sitting next to someone that you feel like they hate you for some whatever reason 
where you're bringing negative vibes. You want to be with people that bring bring a lot of uh, camaraderie with even within the church, family, and home. So it's always good to have that. Uh, I guess. A con- consistent lifestyle of harmony if you can get it if you can get all three to work together at the same time no it is and it can be a much uh, more in-depth topic but uh, do we truly accept each other and um, i may be very different from you and you know i know there's some images of a fighter pilot just uh, rude obnoxious and all this kind of stuff but uh, okay well maybe there's some redeeming quality in those of us who are kind of thing but uh, can we be accepting of each other Exactly. Uh, my best friend in life, uh, he, he retired from the Air Force just uh, two years ago now. And uh, I was going to go in the Air Force, but the recruiter moved, so I went to the Army. He went to the Air Force and went two completely different paths. But we both went to each other's retirement ceremonies, and we're still, we support each other the whole time through our whole careers. And uh, even though he, he got lobster and steaks and I got MREs, but we still support each other the whole time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, we, we can uh, shuck and jive with each other about um, army and uh, you're on the ground in the tent eating crickets and uh, <laughs> yes, we're country clovers and all this kind of, you know, just a uh, hoo-ha, but um, you know, Marty and I are the type and I'm sure you are as well, Rich, man, I'll tell you, I, I loved what we did and um, I would relive the military life again if I could, but, I am leveraging that to move forward. It's about today and move forward. Who can I benefit with what I have learned from my past, but I don't want to live in the past. I want to leverage that past to live, to live and work in the future. Exactly. Learn the lessons that you lived uh, through your 22 years in the air force. And then of course your, your life after the air force as well, learn all those lessons and keep applying it to the future part of your life. And, you can't dwell on the past because the past is the past. It, even if you fell down and hit your face on the ground, you still got up the next day and you walked forward. You realize you don't want to trip over that same step again. You want to keep moving forward. And that's something we talk about here in the Misfit Nation a lot is just, just learn the lesson and move forward. No, you're right. And there are a lot of people who are living their past by virtue of something said to or about them. And that's where coaching comes in that, uh, and it could be, uh, true with veterans that, um, I, um, you know, something said to or about me in the past. And, um, we work with people who mask themselves, meaning, uh, they're masking something deep inside and, uh, everything appears to be good at work. And, uh, when we're in the public, but it's when we're home that, uh, that's when the, uh, sometimes the stinking thinking can come about and rich, it's a matter of, um, just, I, Marty and I use the term being a safe space. So you feel comfortable. We can talk about anything that may be troubling you, but I need to earn the right to do that. And it, and it, you mentioned it earlier, listen. Listen, listen helps a lot of things and builds that trust as well. And the respect and trust. And like you just said, if you, you build that trust, they'll invite you back to the organization, to the corporation, to sit down at their, at their table and say, look, this is what I've observed. And this is what I believe will help you to grow as an organization. I'm not telling you have to implement this, but I believe this is what will help you to become a better, a more successful organization. And we have found in the context of trust, there are some organizations that just do not, the staff do not trust each other for various things. And um, I use the term keyboard warrior um, and you, you, you do the same thing that well, I can do some one up some ship on the keyboard and um, it's faceless, voiceless. And um, 
yeah, and my objective is to tear you down ultimately. And um, but uh, those are not the kind of people that uh, we want in an organization that 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 is a toxic environment. But we want the kind of people who are willing to just stand up and confront and uh, be a leader to um, set the right example, to uh, have that organizational culture where we trust each other. Definitely. And with all the things you've done and all the things you're still, you're both still doing, what brings you total satisfaction and fulfillment? Marty, you want to start out with that? Or um, I, I will tell you that as Marty's thinking about uh, her answer, I will tell you, Rich, for me, transformation watching transformation in a person or an organization in real time. That really motivates me. When I see what we're uh, working with a, an organization, a person, and we're observing the transformation, that really is energizing to me. Marty, how about you? Well, I agree. When you see someone that's working hard at a goal that the, or a dream that they have been pursuing and they reach it and the satisfaction, the happiness, the joy in their life, it is, it's rewarding to you, to us. And, and we don't take all the glory for it. We just like the fact that we're maybe one small part of their success. So that is it. And with our Overcomers overcoming, and you hear what people have been through. And, and I sit there and I listen to them and I think, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. I just can't believe. And and they're successful. They found a way to get over it and move forward. Outstanding. And uh, if you guys can give three tips to someone that either is building a business or going through stuff in life, something in uh, their their faith three tips for them to bounce from that and go forward what would that be i think a lot of people in some cases rich are not certain of their purpose and that's one of the things that marty and i help people work do you know your life purpose and a part of that is your personal strengths what brings fulfillment to you at the end of the day and kind of in the final analysis, what really is fulfilling to you? You just asked us a little bit, and I, I said that watching transformation in real time. And so what is your purpose in life? And what do you feel your mission is? What are you good at? And if you are faith-based, you may have spiritual gifts, and those are different than talents. But everybody has strengths. Everyone has talents. We work with people who would say, I'm not sure I have any strengths. No, everyone does. It is a matter of working with those people to determine what those strengths are. Let's build on those strengths. And it may be that um, you starting a business is what uh, what brings a total fulfillment. I will tell you that uh, Marty and I will never mention the word retirement. We have merely transitioned from a remunerative job into what we're doing now. And we love working with people, businesses, and we're doing what we want to do, when we want to do it, with whom we choose to do it, and loving life. And so if starting a business, if doing something like that 
is something that you want to do, I want to encourage those who have that uh, desire, but they may not know their purpose, work with those who know who you are, know your strengths, and know what uh, brings fulfillment, and build on those strengths, and you can design a business, at, um, and then, of course, you, you want to help that person determine what makes them unique from others, and um, in a lot of cases, it's a personal relationship, your personal involvement with those people. I want to say that we have heard from uh, one of our leaders, be with someone that is better than you or are where you want to be. Talk to them because they can, they can uh, help you. I, I do have a funny story about us. When we started our overcomers overcoming, we did about 15 and we were talking to a guy that's done a lot of them. And, and we said, well, we, you know, we'll just um, keep going. And, and he said, you two are just too dumb to quit. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say, Rich, he meant that in a positive oh, way. Yeah, that, right. um, yeah. that there, there are some people who quit because they're not seeing the results they, they hope to have. But um, we're the kind of people who said, man, I tell you what, you're, you're not necessarily going to go viral uh, right away. You got to keep at it. Exactly. And our, our, our mantra here is reach one, teach one. So if mm -hmm. our talk today reaches one person and it teaches them something, we, that's a success for me. All the other met metrics and stuff, that it's just there. It's just fluffer out there in the, in, the, in the stratosphere. But if we reach one, teach one, I think that's the best thing. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. And how does someone get in contact with y'all to either have you come help their, uh, their organization or maybe have you come on their podcast or even uh, on your podcast? No, thank you, Rich. Uh, several different ways. We have a website, thecooperculture.com. I'm available at ron at thecooperculture.com or marty, M-A-R-T-Y, at thecooperculture.com email. We are public speakers. We enjoy talking with people like you, Rich, and uh, just give them encouragement on uh, various topics and but uh, as, uh, as people can uh, uh, maybe want to develop a little uh, better culture, contact us at uh, that email address, and uh, we're happy to work with them for coaching. There are some people who are not living up to their full potential. We offer a complimentary 30-minute coaching session. You can determine uh, through that if we're the right people to help you, and we will demonstrate exactly how we coach it is a matter of open-ended questions, and really the answer lies within you. It's just a matter of peeling back the onion, so to speak, in coaching. But, Rich, that's a lot of what we're about, and that's how people can contact us. And um, we would love to come speak to any organization or uh, in any capacity work with them. Outstanding. Our overcomers. Uh, well, I'm sorry, the, the Overcomers yeah. Overcoming podcast. Mm -hmm. To um, they can reach us on podmatch.com. That's one way. And um, just if they're if you're listening to this, send us an email. Again, Ron at thecooperculture.com or Marty at thecooperculture.com. Let's schedule a time to get together. We want to profile and uh, feature those who have overcome anything in life. We want to be an encouragement to others. Outstanding. Thanks, uh, Ron, Marty, for sharing your story with us and uh, funny stories and the journey you guys have been on. It's been amazing chatting with you over this last uh, 
almost 40 minutes now. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm sure the audience is going to enjoy this. And uh, I'm sure there'll be some feedback for you. And I'll be back in about uh, one minute to, to talk to you again. Well, thank you, Rich. We appreciate working with you and your audience. Thank you for having us. No problem. Thank you. Thanks for checking us out and being a part of the Misfit Nation. Don't forget to visit our website at themisfitnation.com. It's themisfitnation.com to catch up on all of our episodes and also to get some of that great Misfit Nation gear. As always, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling because we are... Oh.